This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we are diving deep into the final episode for Chainsaw Man Season 1, episode 12 titled, Katana vs. Chainsaw. fans and welcome to that anime podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure i'm your host jordo and here with me as always are my co-hosts and ken on today's episode we have the baby brother brennan because he has officially watched all of chainsaw man and as always the oldest brother colton now this is the final episode for chainsaw man season one but Brennan, we're very glad you were able to catch up and watch this anime. And I actually want to start off this episode by asking you what you thought of all of the episodes leading up to this episode. I think it definitely lives up to the hype. I mean, depending on what the hype meant to you, I just knew (laughs) the hype to me is that it was a big manga that everybody was excited to see get adapted into anime. You know, MAPPA's doing it, which anytime they're tagged to something for better or for worse they usually do a good job so that added to the to the fire i guess you could say and i mean it's not exactly what it's a it's a little bit what i expected but not exactly what i expected but it's overall a really good show i think it's very just general thoughts on it it's a very simple show as in the storyline is very simple you know you can find that in any anime you know there's bad guys devils um and there's mm-hmm. people that try to kill them nothing new there there's somebody with a vendetta there's one big bad they're going after so in that aspect it's it's very by the books um i think where it starts to set its part self apart a little bit is obviously with the gore um that's not normal no that's something that definitely makes it a little bit different and then not that a bunch of other animes like it don't have good characters but it has really good characters that I didn't expect to be the way that they are. Like, whenever I heard Chainsaw yeah. Man, like, I did not think Denji was going to be the main character. I didn't think it was going to be somebody like that. So. <laughs> you thought Chainsaw Man was going to be its own, like, its own person? Well, I just didn't think he'd have, the, he'd be a character like Denji. Oh, like yeah. Like a, a comedic pervert, I guess you could say. He's not really a pervert, he's just a womanizer. He's just he's going through puberty. He's just a horn dog, man. He's he's a young fourteen year old. He's 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 bricked up twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, he's funny. It it lands. Some of the humor actually lands, like where it's not just a chuckle. Like it's actually some of it's genuinely funny. And then uh, I also think though, even though it's uh super gory, you know, and in that way, it's a very mature anime. I feel like they also never take themselves too serious. So they're kind of walking that line perfectly, I'd say, between like, this shit's funny as fuck, but it's also like, <laughs> whenever we're fighting, it's going to get nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is funny. It really is like a funny anime. And I think that the first like five episodes were especially funny. Like they were, 
because you're still learn you were still learning how Denji thinks and like what's important to him. So some of the shit that he said in the early episodes, like that character building, is just hilarious. Yeah, he's actually he's actually like I know there's been like goofy, you know, horny anime main characters, but just like how he comes from like a hard life. I mean, I know a lot of them come from hard lives, but like his expectations for life and his goals are so low that it's like actually super refreshing that he's just like three, uh-huh. he's like three square meals a day in a bed. Yeah, he's like he's good with that. Like fucking warm bath. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> so like just his motives in general. I mean, doing it for a girl that's nothing new, but I just feel like his motives as a main character are refreshing too for like a big time anime. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I'm I'm reading the Black Clover manga, and it's the complete opposite. Like, it's the highest goal you can have. Like, I want to be the Wizard King. I want to be the Hokage. I want to be the Pirate King. Yeah. Like, Denji doesn't give a shit about any of that. He just wants to. Keep, he just wants to keep living an easy life. <laughs> Get some ass. Yeah. Where are you on? Are you past where the anime is in Black Clover? Or are you just rereading? I'm. I'm going to once I. I'm gonna catch all the way up but i'm not i'm still way way early on i'm like i'm on chapter 38 you never watched all of black clover did you no i did i'm fully caught up brennan's the one who's not and it's weird that brennan it's weird brennan's not all caught up because he's the one that got me on to black clover originally but anyways let's not talk about black clover too much yeah um brennan who is your favorite character other than denji in this show so far I thought Aki was he's he's a stereotype, but shit, I ended up liking him. I was I hate being that dude that always <laughs> likes the the dark haired side character, but I I fell for Sasuke! it this time. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, shit, he's actually pretty cool. <laughs> he's got Colton and I talked about it on a past episode. He's probably got one of the most unique anime hairstyles that I've seen. It's. That's another thing where I feel like it goes back to like they don't take anything too seriously. Like he's genuinely like a good-looking guy, great character design, but then it just looks a little off because he's just got like the straight-up ponytail sticking in the air, so it looks a little yeah. goofy. I know his freaking character design is very unique, but, yeah, but you just... could definitely see the the parallels in this show with Naruto, Jujutsu Kaisen, like the trio thing. Like this show did a lot of the shonen things, but they did a lot of stuff differently too. Yeah, he's but the, it is he's the broody boy for sure. But yeah, they like I said, it, the storylines n- nothing about it is like super out of the ordinary. The story and like the character stereotypes, I just feel like they maybe maybe use them as a loose guideline more so than the the other shonens where it's like they stick to that shit hard. Yeah, yep. All right, I gotta ask you since we, Colton and I talk about it every week. What are your, what are your thoughts on the opening song and having a different ending song for epi- every episode? I was gonna say the last ending Cause you, song cause was Brennan, by Eve. Brennan, you had a unique you had a unique watching experience versus Colton and I. Colton and I watched this show over a, tw- a three month period. You watched all of this show in a, like three days. Yeah, like so two. you were watching it back to back to back in two days. <laughs> so I want to hear what you thought of the openings. I mean, the, the opening, songs. I already kind of knew about it. I never heard it, but it's definitely good. Um, 12 episodes isn't a whole lot to, like, really learn it, learn it. Um, but And it's also the spectacle of the opening. Like, 
the animation and the different things they're doing is also a big part of it too. I think I appreciate that more than the actual song. And not that I don't like the song. I just, I just you like tell me the, you ain't you ain't hitting the stairmasters at at the gym to kick back. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a good oh, one. It, it'll be up there, and like yeah, the opening's really good. Just the unison between the music and like the animation sequence uh, between the two, and then on the endings, I can honestly Colton kind of spoiled it a little bit, but I can honestly say that. As soon as I figured out it was like a new one every time, I was like, "Well, that's kind of dumb. Like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna make a name?" And then that last one came on yesterday when I was watching it, and I was like, "This is some, this is some Eve right here. This is that. They got that Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Kiton Kiton vibe. I could just hear it in the voice." Uh-huh. And then like I waited I till the end. Well, I told Darby, I was like, "This is definitely Eve." And then like you know, towards the end of the opening, it always shows the artist, and it did. Yeah, I mean, so maybe. It's cool. It gives the anime its own thing, but as far as like memorability, uh, probably not the best. I'm idea. with you. I, I I like that they could have like an ensemble of different artists and like different animation for the ending. But I definitely prefer the the tried and true, just having one for a season because it doesn't give you a chance to really like grow attached to a song or like have memories attached to that song. I mean, I'd whereas be... the kickback song, it start you hear that bass do 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 and you immediately all these memories of this show for the rest of our lives will come back to this season of Chainsaw Man. I mean, yeah, think about the artists too. It's like did they they I mean, I'm I'm guessing they knew it was only going to be a one and done like Oh yeah, they you know. they did. They had to have. But who knows? But yeah, if it may have just been an album song. They're like, yeah, you can use it. Whereas you know, sometimes they straight up make the song for the anime. But yeah, they missed out on that mm-hmm. opportunity to get a Lost in Paradise type ending. Lost in Paradise. <laughs> they kind of had like the the ending song of this one or the ending sequence. It was kind of a Lost in Paradise, like them in their street clothes, just having like a good old time. Yeah, eating, it's, it's going shopping for groceries. One. But, um, well, cool. We're, we're glad you're all caught up. Um, for everybody that's listening for the first time, make sure you go back and listen to all of the, we did coverage on each of the 12 episodes for Chainsaw Man season one. And if you know anything about that anime podcast, you can count on us doing coverage for each episode of Chainsaw Man going forward. So when season two drops, well, I was going to say, you know to find us, there has been no confirmation by Mappa or Chainsaw Man that there will be a season two, so yeah, there no will confirmation be. yet. There, there should be, because this is a lot of hype, and I know a lot of people watch it, but there's also a lot of people that think it didn't live up to the hype. What do you guys? Criticism, but how do you guys feel I, about the twelve episodes? Do you think it's better because it, it impacted in, or yeah? Do you think, damn, you probably should have just <laughs> went ahead and did twenty four? Yeah, they should have done twenty four. Yeah, they have enough material to do twenty four. I don't know why they didn't. But. Yeah, I hate to, I hate, I'm kind of with you guys. I hate to be that way just because it's like they put out 12, you know, A plus A, you know what I mean? If you had to rate every episode yeah. on one to 10, like every single episode was above eight for sure. So it's like, can you maintain that quality through 24? But, or is it better to have 24 where, you know, there's some breaks, I guess? And well, we've seen it with Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, you can fucking do an anime 24 episodes and have good quality the whole way through. Hell yeah, you can. They could have. They especially, this episode especially, it felt like, I feel like with 
12 episodes, and I really felt it on this episode specifically, that there wasn't enough payoff. Like, the the whole training arc that they had with Keisha B, their teacher, was one episode, and then this big battle <laughs> that started last episode concluded in the first, like, seven minutes of this episode. So a lot of it just felt like, and I know it was probably that way in the manga too, but I would have liked to see more, yeah, I guess, character development and like strategy yeah, play just, out. I don't know. It's tough too because it's almost like we're trained to want that because we're, you know, we're doing My Hero episode by episode. You know, we grew up on Dragon Ball Z. It's like... We're used to these fights like dragging out and then you get one episode and it's done and you're kind of like, shit, even though they went balls to the freaking wall. So it's, I don't know, it all kind of leads back to how it's like, everything's like a guideline, but it's also like, all right, this is like the big battle of the season. Like, fuck it. <laughs> it's going to last. Yeah. It's going to last eight minutes and that's it. So it's good. Yeah. I think it's what gives it its uniqueness, that being there. But yeah, it does feel... It kind of just gives you, you're just like, oh, it's over. And it's not even that it was yeah, like, bad. It's just like, you kind of just, we're just trained in a way from watching anime. Yeah. It's just not what just we're used to. Longer. We're used to, we're used to some like mid, mid fight monologues that last a few episodes to get into the, the past of why this guy's so pissed off. And you know what I mean? Like there wasn't any of that. And so it feels like you missed something or like it wasn't as important as you thought it was going to be. Like, I thought that this, like, I knew that the Katana Man was going to lose. I didn't think he was going to lose as easily as as he did. And it doesn't seem like... Did he, is that the like, guy did, that made him eat a cigarette in episode one? No. No. That's the guy that him. made him eat a cigarette was the granddad of Katana Man. Yeah, that was the granddad Samurai he kept Sword. talking about. I thought the granddad was the one who turned into the zombie and, like, that dude was driving him around. Was that not him? That was him, too. He was the, also the cigarette guy. No, he had a driver who threw that cigarette at him. He was driving yeah, the, the driver said, yeah, he was in the back. The driver seat. said, I'll give you a, ten bucks if you eat this. Was that not his granddad in the back seat? That was the granddad in the back seat. So who was the guy driving? Just nobody? That was just one of his lackeys of the oh, office. Okay. I couldn't remember. I was like, is that the dude that made him eat a cigarette episode one? <laughs> he he faked eating it though. He acted like he yeah, ate it he and then he goes it out. and spit it out. <laughs> He's like, You bastard. But it's, it sucks that it's over. The 12 episodes, it felt, like, very short. But honestly, like, I can't say anything bad about it, though. Yeah. It, it was a great freaking season. And with where I'm at in my life and how much time I have for anime, it honestly probably worked out best for me. Like, <laughs> if it was 24, yeah. I may have not been able to catch up or I may have gotten even more behind. So, you know, yeah. where I'm at, like, honestly, 12 is probably the best thing I could ask for out of the, you know trending anime to watch yep um should i go ahead and read the synopsis for this uh this episode and we want to go ahead and get started yeah let's do it all uh if we talk about anything that makes me think of anything from the previous 11 episodes i will yeah bring touch it up. on that just because i wasn't here for it um so I, I actually, a couple weeks ago, I, I realized with this anime that I can't read the synopsis before watching the episode, because I usually type out the synopsis before I watch it, but holy shit, spoiler warnings, 
in every single synopsis of this show. Like, do you do you guys read the synopsis before you re- you watch the episodes? No, uh, I just sometimes, play that shit. but no, yeah, usually I just play it. Dude, I mean this. So episode twelve synopsis. Imagine reading this before you watch the episode. Sawatari sends the ghost devil after Hayakawa, and he's nearly killed before the ghost devil stops and hands him a cigarette with a message from Himeno. The words inside give Hayakawa the strength to kill the ghost devil and capture Sawatari. <laughs> Sawatari. <laughs> Meanwhile, Denji heads into his rematch with Samurai Sword. With a pull of the starter on his chest, he transforms into Chainsaw Man. And now the last battle between Chainsaw Man and Samurai Sword has finally begun. That's the that's the synopsis. They tell us in the synopsis that Hayakawa gets a message from Himeno in the form of a cigarette, that he kills the ghost devil, he captures Sawatari, and Denji is going to have his last battle with Samurai Sword. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a little too that's a little too descriptive. <laughs> that's too much shit. What like in every single week it's like that. I'm like, "Why are they telling me this stuff that I'm supposed to supposed to find out in the episode like these are not vague enough. Whoever's writing the synopsis for this show on Crunchyroll, you need to quit. Or you need to read and see how other shows do it because they do it much better than this. Like, the detail is good, but you're spoiling a lot of the episode. So yeah, I would have just done Denji, Denji faces off with the Katana, with Katana Man once again or something like that. Hi, yeah, or Hayakawa faces off with the Ghost Devil as Denji Power ride the elevator up seeking the samurai sword like that's it that's all we need to know that tells me that reminds me of what episode this is gonna be it doesn't give away anything like they gave away this entire damn episode in the synopsis i just think i just find that really interesting and i'm glad that i didn't read this one before watching the episode because it would have like knowing he was going to kill the ghost devil and get a message from himeno would have ruined this episode for me but it is what it is Everybody out there, now you know. Don't read the synopsis like I used to before watching it. But the episode starts off with Aki. He's fighting the ghost devil. And man, this thing has one ugly mug. It's got its eyes sewn shut. Its mouth sewn shut. And it makes me think, like, the future devil, in comparison to this thing, is a model of beauty. Compared compared to the ugliness of the ghost devil. Like, the future devil is kind of funny looking and, like, kind of cuddly looking like a stuffed animal. The ghost devil looks... Kind of looks like a... Decrepit. The one, the thing that they fought in Jujutsu Kaisen with Toto. Oh, Hanuma. Hanuma, yeah. yeah. We, we Dude, said that in the past episode. We said, that last, we said that last week. Me and Colton talked about that shit. That's funny you brought that up. Just like the tree vibe, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the antlers with the stick, yeah. the stick antlers. So Aki, he's being strangled by the ghost hand. Did you guys notice that the ghost's hands to head ratio, like its head is gigantic and its hands are like the same size as De- as Aki's? Why hands. could Why could Aki see it? Everybody can. Everybody see can it, see it once it shows itself. Why would she not have it be invisible like she used to before she died? Like, that was, like, her whole thing. Like, you couldn't see, like, Power couldn't see herself getting choked. No, Power could see it being choked. Oh, you bring up a good point. So, Power could see the devil. No, I thought she couldn't. Huh. Because I believe that was the first time we 
Oh, no. Was that the first yeah, time we heard shit. about contracts? That or whenever he brought the fox in was the first time they brought up the contract thing um, with yeah. devils. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was just invisible, and that was like what made it good. Like You didn't know what the fuck was choking you or hitting you in the face. I think only the person who has the contract with the devil maybe can see it. Then again... I mean, I didn't I know if it had anything to do question. with... I mean, I know he can see a little bit into the future, but is that enough for him just to know where to cut, I guess? And it was just I for think, animation I think that purposes the ghost devil, showing it to us? I think that the, the ghost devil could choose when it, like, it appears fully, it's visible, but when it's just the ghost hand, it can keep itself concealed. Because whenever the samurai sword fought the ghost devil, it was chopping away at it, too. Like, he could see it, too. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, ain't a ain't a big deal either way, but I just was thinking that to myself. I was like, is it just like revealing itself to him because it's trying to help him, or is it the future yeah. thing, or is it just visible now? Yeah, that's another thing about this episode. I realize is they didn't, we still didn't get to see. He he goes in and he makes this contract with the future devil, but nothing this season happens with that. Like we. He just said they he, might as he said you can with with my with me in your eye you can see into the future a little bit and that's yeah, it yeah it's it's that's foresight that's all you get so that's why he was that's why he was sharper the girl said he's sharper than before because he's yeah. able to dodge because he's like okay it's coming here and that's all it is but I mean think about if you had that shit and you could box you could maybe beat Floyd Mayweather or something if you could see yeah I don't know how far he could see ahead but. Half a second, even a second. A few seconds, yeah. I don't know. This future devil's always just been sus to me because his ass got captured. (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean, there's strong devil hunters, and then I feel like it's not so bad to get caught because you make contracts with people, and you basically get to do what you want anyway. You get to take their shit. So, like, some of them them just may be happy doing that, you know? Right. Some, Mm -hmm. Some may just be happy taking little by little, and living in the world except trying to do everything on their own. Yeah, and he may be, yeah. just being the future devil too, he's probably just interested in packing with people to see their future and watch it yeah. play out. Yeah, he could be right. Yeah, I feel like they're saving the future devil like power like to show us how it really works. Because um, they didn't really show, like they told us, but they didn't show us. But Aki's being strangled, he goes unconscious, and then he's remembering a time when he was with Jimeno, and she's doing the whole, just, come on, just one cigarette, just laying on the peer pressure thick. Aki says, I'm not smoking, it's bad for your bones. Jimeno says, I wish you would, I get the feeling we're gonna be together for a while. Aki's like, shit, just one then. This is the first and last cigarette I ever light up. Jimeno's like, yes, let me get that for you. Aki says, you're kind of awful, making someone who's underage smoke. And I guess she didn't know that he was underage, and she ends up taking the cigarette back and tells him that, I'll hang on to this one for you then. Once you grow up and you're ready to develop an addiction, I'll give it back. So what's underage? Because if they're taking like a government job as an underage kid, but they can't smoke. Like, yeah, I was I thinking think that. That means you're I was like, what the hell? I'm thinking in Japan, like, isn't 21's, like, usually pretty old, like, America, like, for drinking, and yeah, you can smoke think, at 18, so I'm guessing it's probably 16 in Japan. Yeah. Let me look up legal smoking age in Japan. 
I think it is 18, but if he's getting like a, he's probably 16. And he's getting but a she's a cougar. Job. She likes him young. Yeah. 20 is the legal smoking age. Oh, yeah. So. For drinking and smoking. Oh, dang, 20? I guess I'm just thinking of Italy where they drink wine so, and they're like 12. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I went to Spain, it was 18 to drink and smoke. So yeah, I bet you he's 18 when this flashback happened. So he could get the government job, but he can't drink or smoke yet. Yeah. But, I mean, we find out she had some morals. Like, she's down to party, but... When she found out he was underage, she's like, give me that shit back. Next thing we know, Aki, he wakes up from his memory. He's breathing very heavily. He's crying. Was he crying or was that sweat? I thought he was crying. On the floor. Yeah. I, I thought he was crying too. There's blue blood from the ghost devil. It's everywhere. The ghost devil, it reaches out an arm as if to fist bump Aki. At first, I was like, is this thing going to fist bump him? Like, is... Is Himeno controlling this this ghost devil because she gave up her whole life for it? But I don't. How did you interpret this whole scene? Like, the only why? thing I could come up with is that she made a deal with the demon, with the devil, that hey, you're taking me. You have to give this to Aki for me. That's all I can think of. That's the only thing that makes sense because the other girl already contracted with it, or maybe she already was, but. There's no other reason I can see why she would hand that to him. I don't think that the other girl contracted with the ghost devil. I think that her her snake ate the ghost devil, and then she summoned the snake and said, spit it out. Oh. Well, so she, yeah. like, she basically captured the ghost devil. <laughs> I just took it as she just contracted with it since she was, Jimena was dead. But yeah, that, could, that would Maybe. probably make more sense. Yeah, I know that it. But it's like, why, why just attack? Why just attack Aki though? Like, why not turn around and kill your captor? I know this whole this whole thing was very confusing. It reaches its arm out very calmly. It's smiling, and the ghost devil. It opens its hand, and there in its palm is a cigarette. Aki Aki grabs it, and the cigarette reads, "Easy revenge!" Exclamation mark. Easy revenge, and I have been racking my head my brain about what that could possibly mean and i can come to no conclusions i thought it was just because it's easy revenge she, i mean yeah he, it's gonna, he what can, is he What's can get revenge, revenge for her easily because he knew yeah. that if you're not it, it's sights based on fear so he knew if he wasn't scared he could kill it and that was his so revenge he, so that easy revenge is like here kill the ghost devil that i gave my life up for even even before I knew I was going to give my life up to the ghost devil and all those years back when you gave me that cigarette back. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I guess that I was the last bit of right a, there. Jimeno's power was that in that cigarette to control the ghost devil. And uh, That or she's just talking about the gun devil. I didn't even show the gun devil. Well, I'm saying like, yeah, the gun the devil was the revenge for. that he wanted. Yeah, the the easy revenge thing is puzzling. I hope that they they talk about it. But I mean, he smoked that thing up at the end, so <laughs> they'll probably never talk about it again. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm missing something. If you know what the hell that's supposed to be, let's talk about it in our Discord on the the Chainsaw Man. Let us know what you think, because I'm very confused about what the hell that was supposed to mean. 
Um, Augie stands up, picks up his sword. He starts walking toward the ghost devil, starts walking on the ghost devil, up its back that's like a meadow of pink flowers with blue blue centers. Um, Augie says the ghost devil doesn't have eyes, so it uses fear to see. Jimeno explained that to me. And then he rears his sword back, and Aki says to himself, Himeno Senpai, I'll be with you soon. I'm guessing he just means, uh, because his timeline is he's got two years left, and then he decapitates the ghost devil. Is that how you kill a devil? I guess. Because it hasn't dent you been decapitated. (laughs) Well, we've seen them all, like, uh, power smash the... Remember that slug devil or leech devil was? The sea cucumber. You yeah, can yeah the that. sea cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the devil hunter's pets. Like he's... Yeah. The sea cucumber devil. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, you decapitate this thing, and then if it doesn't drink any blood, I guess it can't heal. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some but either way. way. I know they're immortal, but there's got to be, like, yeah, some way to kill it. Which is, Either way, it's just the whole this whole scene with him decapitating the ghost devil. It just doesn't make any sense to me because it, it that it was no longer even a threat to him. He he, you walked up this thing's back. He kills devils though head. for a living. That's what they do. Yeah, I, know, I mean, but, it was still technically a threat because the first sign of it, if it felt fear, it was going to try to kill him anyway. It stopped attacking because it couldn't or sense kill any somebody fear. else. Yeah, which brings up another mm. question. So, is that a different sword, or does he just have to activate the curse on that sword? Yeah, we it talked is a different about, sword. Yeah, it's got to be a different cur- sword because we talked about that last week too. Because that that curse sword, it's it looks like a dried up, rusty, yeah. sharpened bone. Yeah, it's not even like a sword; it's like a circular sword. It's a needle. A, yeah, with a needle. I just thought it was weird that he didn't even bring it. Like you never fucking know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I know you only got two years left, my guy, but. <laughs> If it can get you, yeah. if you can give up but six I, months to get out of there. But I know, think the contract to use that sword, it takes years off his life, so he ain't got years to give. So he's probably not he's got That cursed devil's it. like, son of a bitch, you give that sword back, you got nothing left to give. <laughs> well, that's why he, because when he used it the first time, he like counted like one, two, three. So the I, cursed devil told him, yeah, two well, years. Well, I was thinking that, no, whenever he was uh, tried to kill the katana man, he like counted every time you slashed him, and then like that's when it, killed him but they brought him back to life obviously so i wondered if he had to like activate the curse or he could use it freely if he didn't but then in that one episode he acted like he couldn't even unsheath the thing yeah what do you said so you called him you called him katana man and that brings up a topic i want to talk about they should have called him katana man not samurai sword Kata- uh, samurai sword it doesn't sound like we're talking about a person i never heard no they call him sword they never call him that in the shimu show in the manga they ho- i've seen they do they do call him katana man no they call him samurai sword in the that's anime katana, but that's a katana this anime, yeah it's probably just translation it is a katana. it's just translation yeah but i'm telling Why you did- they call him a I'll- katana man in the the original manga. Can we confirm that? We need to, we need to confirm that because this samurai sword is some bullshit. Like I never read or <laughs> I never read or heard them say samurai sword. I did watch the first nine episodes yeah. in English dub, 
and I don't know if they had a name for him the first time they encountered, but the whole time from episode 10 to 12, which is only three episodes, yeah. I don't ever remember reading Samurai Sword. I thought they called yeah. him Katana Man, but I could just be wrong. What does Denji call him? He's they He calls him Sideburns Man. Oh, yeah, yeah he sideburns. does call him Sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have that and good I, of sideburns. <laughs> okay, so I only call him Samurai Sword because of the Crunchyroll synopses. They don't call him anything in the show. The The episode synopsis calls him Samurai Sword. I thought the little name of the last episode was Chainsaw vs. Katana. Yeah, because that Katana is what... The Katana Devil is what is his heart now. Yeah. He's got to stab yeah. a sword into his arm. But anyways, let's we digress, we're digressing. We'll we'll get, keep getting on on tangents, but let's move forward a little bit. So, Swatari's standing there like, "What the hell just happened?" Aki just killed the ghost devil. She's like, "Shit." Aki looks at her. What do you and guys And the opening song starts to play. What do you guys think of the fight that Aki had with the ghost devil like where you dodge and slash the arms? What what did you guys say about that last week? Nothing. It was yeah, it was, it was. He was using foresight. I mean, he had to have. I mean, do you like? What do you think about the animation? Do you think it's still cool, or do you think that's just like a cop out these days? I didn't, uh, I wasn't. Bragging I feel like about I see it, it all yeah. the time. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, and you know why they do? They have to do it, Brennan, is because in the mangas, since I've been reading mangas, they animate those scenes with like multiple arms going at the person and then them weaving in between it. So they have to animate it. I just feel like it's super, like it was cool. Like it looked good, obviously. I just feel like that's that type of animation is like super, I feel like it's done in any sort of anime nowadays. It's like you got a hundred fucking thousand arms coming at you and then they like slash through them. Like, I don't know if it's hard to animate anymore. Just, that's just what I was thinking because I was like, this is pretty cool. And then I was like, I feel like every sword anime has this exact scene. <laughs> like in Demon Slayer, like the ribbons <laughs> from the entertainment yeah. district arc. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's overdone, but it's not it to doesn't complain, wow but like it should because yeah, we're desensitized. It's becoming a bit of a trope, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Oh, it is. But if it's it manga, is. if it's manga canon, I guess they got to do it. They got to do it. They gotta do it. it's in the contract. Opening song plays. What's your favorite part of the opening song, Brennan? I like the very beginning, the Beatles reference, where they're walking across the street. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't like the bowling ball shining? I mean, I like that, and then when he bowls it too, I don't get why they do it, but it's kind of cool for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the bowling ball shining part? Yeah, that's from, the big, that's when, from the big Lombowski. When Aki bowls it, when he throws it too, for some reason, it's kind of sick. Yeah, he so we talked ball. about this in a past episode, Brennan. There's a, that gold ball yeah, is throughout the opening, now. and they don't, they don't tell us what that is this season, but maybe it's just supposed to be significant of a bullet, like the gun devil. Yeah. But my favorite part of the opening is the end where their power and Denji are dancing. And whenever Power's walking away from the explosion, that part's cool, too. Yeah. You know, that was a reference to Jujutsu Kaisen when they're doing that dance. Because it, um, uh, what is it? God, I'm going bad with names, but Lost those three who did it. No, but, um, what's the main character's name for freaking Jujutsu Kaisen? Itadori Yuji. Yeah, Itadori. Him and, uh, 
not Hinata, but uh, the girl. They do the same dance. Oh, and, uh, Hinata's Nobra. standing there watching. Nobra. Yeah. <laughs> you need to work on your names, Nobra. kid. <laughs> I know. I'm bad with them. You got you got some early onset dementia or something. <laughs> yeah. I just watched too many. All right, so the opening song ends. Uh, Sawatri freaks out about what just happened, and immediately she's like, Snake. Tries to summon the snake, and Aki says, don't kill her. And then we see somebody standing behind Sawatari. And who is it other than Kobanai, the knife bitch? <laughs> so yeah. she managed to sneak up on her. And she's got that knife that she's had with her since that hotel where she tried to kill Denji's ass with it. And she's got this thing pressed up against Sawatari's neck. Yeah, time, I want to know what contract she lines. has. All-time great line in anime. <laughs> What what what? Line? I just thought it was funny how she he was just like, "Why'd you be, why'd you stay a devil hunter?" And she's like, "Well, bonuses are coming up." <laughs> <But it's laughs> yeah. also, it also says like about her like how that guy's like you. Everybody's got to be a little bit crazy to do this like, and like that's like her crazy thing like she just really needs money that fucking bad that she'll put herself through well, it. It's because she her parents are making yeah. her go so she can put her. <laughs> Her younger bro- younger sibling through college. Yeah, yeah so she I'd needs be, the money, like, so she that. fucking hates her job. But she's like, "Oh, the bonuses are coming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit right now." Yeah. Well, it was either it was either demon hunting or or what was it? So the sex trade. Yeah. Is that what they said? That's what yeah. Said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's your only two choices you got. What are you yeah. gonna do? Like, damn, you couldn't work at a convenience store or something. Like, shit, it, they must pay pretty good to be in public safety if those are your only two options. Well, like, even then, you, they were talking about how, like, private sector pays better and you can pick jobs you want, but... But no, they're public those sector. resources. Yeah. Yeah, so she says bonuses are coming up soon, so... Then we go over to Power and Denji. They're riding up an elevator, both looking relaxed as ever, even though they're looking for a fight. It's just... These two are just hilarious. Um, Power's eating one of the zombie arms. Denji says, barf. Power says, meat is meat. It matters not if it's porcine, bovine, or human. What is porcine? And what is bovine? Bovine's <laughs> cow. What, what's porcine? Porcine. Chicken? I, want, I don't know. I want to say just guessing pig. It, if I'm just porcine guessing, yeah. is cow, then... Yeah. Guessing it's chicken or a different kind of meat. Yeah. Denji says it sure as hell does matter. We're here to catch the samurai sword dude. There he is. He said it. The samurai sword dude. You better not try to eat him when we do. They stop at the seventh floor. Doors open. The elevator or el- open on the elevator and the floor is filled with zombies. And Denji's like, shit, power. They haven't noticed us yet. Don't make any noises. This bitch raises their arm up and says, I am the one called power. The these I can defeat. Have at thee. After me, Denji, I entrust my back to you. Brennan, when you watched the dub, did Power speak like that too? Like Yeah, she speaks exactly. Timesy? She speaks exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose any whenever I switched over, I didn't lose any character. Like they didn't feel they didn't feel different, which is good. That's good. That's really good. That means that the the dub actors were we're on point then. Power says, how's that? What say you now? I have not fled. I am proud. I am beautiful. A fierce foe. Denji, bear witness. And then speak of this day, for it is power who is the greatest of all. 
Denji just lets the elevator doors close, and he continues <laughs> going out the elevator. <laughs> he didn't even tell her. This is the teller. It never even showed her, like, realized that he wasn't there either. She just started She never him. noticed. That was the end of it. She never noticed. It was the wrong floor, he so he just kept going. going up. He's like, we didn't need to stop here. Yeah, but his fighting instincts definitely improved by training with Kishibi because before the elevator opens on the 13th floor, he puts his his finger into Pochita's tail so he can be ready to pull it if there is danger. And he was right, because right when those doors open, Samurai Sword and two goons with guns are waiting for him. Denji says, found you, sideburns man. <laughs> Samurai Sword says, hold up a second, will you? Let's have a chat. Depending on how you play this, we're willing to turn ourselves in. We just want satisfaction. You get it? Denji, you killed their friends and my granddad. We just want you to atone for that. Denji explains, I only killed your pals and your grandpa because they turned into zombies, dude. Samurai Sword, he loses his cool. He says, don't you fucking lie. Dumbass little shits like you always try and lie. You know what? Fine, even if that's true, those zombies used to be people too. You seriously don't feel bad after killing them? Denji says, sure don't. Samurai Sword says, Sawatari's put me through the ringer too. Apparently my heart was replaced with the Katana Devil. So why don't they call him the Katana Man? But even I have trouble sleeping on nights when I've accidentally killed zombies. Looks like you're the only one whose heart's not human anymore. You've got any ki- if you've got any kind of conscience left, just let us kill you. Denji thinks for a second, he's like, nah. The samurai sword guy, he removes his left hand and under it was a blade this whole time. So he's been wearing a prosthetic hand. <laughs> and Denji pulls Pochita's tail, the fight is on. And my question for you guys is this, he tries to make Denji feel bad for killing zombies. And do you think almost... that he actually, what, do you think that he actually is meaning what he's saying, like, even I have trouble sleeping at night, or you think he's just trying to trick Denji into letting them kill him? I think he's tricking him, because didn't in the fight, he basically almost killed that girl whenever Denji was by him, and didn't Denji, he was like, hold up, and that's when he cut yeah, off his I first mean, he arm. Shot, Not that he, he hurt shot that Jimeno, girl. He shot he shot, I mean, he, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, who are you to talk? Yeah, I, think I was just was wondering just... if I was the only one who thought that. I, I was thinking maybe he he may still have some heart left, but I think he realized kind of like Denji that, you know, once you fuse with the devil, you don't really have a heart like you used to. And maybe he was trying to like lean into that. Yeah. And like knows what Denji's going through. Thought he could throw him off his game kind of thing. That is what he thought. They both crash through the building right away, take the fight outside, and they're already in their devil forms. And the samurai sword, he notices right away that Denji's stronger because he can't cut him. He's like, what? Denji's like, what? I thought you were going to cut me. Samurai sword says, you're looking sharper than before. When, so after they, they fight for a while and then they end up on a moving train. And of course, it's got to be a moving train because it's a spectacle. Yeah, I mean, uh, this sh- he says, you're, go ahead. This, sh- this is some of the most fire animation I've seen in a while. Like, honestly. You know what is crazy about this animation is in animes like Naruto, and I know it was a long time ago, but a lot of animes you can pause at any random time and you're going to see some shit you were never meant to see. But I paused this episode or this show a lot and it's always, it's always realistic and 
and fire. They have, like, like, yes, this animation is good. What I noticed this time, I mean, this is really the first time we've seen him fight big. I mean, I know he fought the, uh, the Bat Devil or whatever early on. That was a pretty big fight. But even in this short fight, just watching him move around and clash and, like, when they're jumping from building to building, it's like they animated physics really well. Like, I always felt like when you watch Denji move, you can, you can see that he holds weight in both his arms and his head. Like, he flails a little bit, and I, I don't know. I just feel like it, the physics look right to me. If a dude had two fucking chainsaws on his arms and one on his head, they would move like that. Yeah, how he's hunched over, too. Yeah, he's just, like, powerful. I don't know. I feel like his hits, how you can see the force behind his hits and movements. It doesn't look floaty. Like, yeah, some animation. Right. They do do a good job with that. That's just what my takeaway was. I was like, this looks good. Short, short lived, but it looked really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samurai Sword says, You're looking sharper than before, Denji. What are you even fighting for? Denji says, To protect life, I've got now, I guess. Samurai Sword says, Public safety got you living the good life. Is that it? <laughs> he reminded me of that. <laughs> Mulan song. What is it? A, a life worth fighting for? A girl, a girl, a worth, girl fighting worth fighting for. Fighting for. Oh, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man. A, girl a life worth fighting, fighting for. for. <laughs> <laughs> Denji says, "Got to put up with a nag and a brat." So is the nag? That's Aki and the brat power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking Aki's the nag. <laughs> He says, but I like it pretty good, which is why I've got to kick your ass so Miss Makima will praise me. <laughs> Samurai Sword, he laughs. He's like, huh, you can't beat me, man. <laughs> and I believed him when he said this. I'm like, shit, Denji's probably going to lose this fight. <laughs> and uh, Denji's like, what, you think you got me beat already? I ain't dead. And he charges in. And this whole fight, he's getting pushed back. Like, he's getting, he's on his heels this whole fight. Like, he's... He's really not threatening the samurai sword the whole time. They eventually crash through the top of the train, and now they've brought this fight inside. All the civilians are like, fuck, I'm getting out of here. What the hell's going on? Denji gets, uh, he ends up right by a civilian who's like laying on the ground, and the samurai guy, he does this like squatting pose that he does every time before he does his, his flash strike. And he cuts off one of Denji's arms, and the blood just sprays all over this, <laughs> this poor girl's face. <laughs> and then she run. They it's funny too because they show they dedicate a whole like five seconds to watching her run out of the train. <laughs> they're like, oh, and this is where this girl went. She's running out of the train. She's alive. Um, the samurai sword. He gets in his squatting position again. Denji says, "Look, can we just ban that move? Seriously." He gets his other arm cut off. So now he's seen this move twice. He's, this, I think, is when he's like, all right, I'm going to get him on the next one. Samurai Sword says, you're done. Can't even fight anymore. He says, oh, How about it, Denji? Care to apologize for killing Granddad before you die? Denji stands up and says, I can still fight. I've still got a chainsaw on my head. He's lying. Samurai Sword tries a special move again. This time there's like a, you hear like a tink. It's not like a soundless like it was in the other two hits. Samurai Sword thinks he's won. He says, didn't granddad teach you about when to know your beat? And Denji's chainsaw, we see it, it breaks in half. So I'm like, shit. at this point I'm like, shit, 
he he lost again. Samurai Sword says, beg for his forgiveness, and I'll make it quick. And then Denji starts to laugh. He's like, you went for my head. You went right after my head. Thanks for that. Baka! <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Sword says, huh? And then his entire body splits in two. From freaking nutsack <laughs> to the top of his head, he got split in half. And Denji says, didn't the geezer teach you that beasts shouldn't trust anything a hunter says? So do you think that Denji having this chainsaw on his leg was something he learned training with Kibishi? It had to have been, I mean, because he couldn't do it before. I mean, he can probably produce chainsaws anywhere on his body if he had to. It's freaking legit. Yeah. And I remember I saw some artwork like before we started watching the show and he had chainsaws coming out of his feet. And then this whole show I've wondered like I wonder if that artwork I saw was wrong, but no, I guess I guess he can whoop these babies out of his feet and his legs if he needs to. So Denji wins. Katana versus Chainsaw goes to Chainsaw this time. Then Samurai Sword, aka Katana Man or Sideburns Man, he wakes up, he's in his undies, and he's tied up to a train. Denji walks up, says, guess you're awake. You really are like me, huh? Pulled that katana out of your arm, and the halves of your body stuck back together. Samurai sword, he yells, I'll kill you. You're fucking dead! <laughs> and Denji has the one of the better lines of the episode. Losers sure love to make noise, huh? We've got a while until the cops show up to grab you. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm not really satisfied yet. You killed Jimeno. That's one less hot lady in the world, thanks to your stupid ass. But you don't seem to care, and you'll get to spend the rest of your life in jail. How am I supposed to deal with that? Samurai Sword, he's kind of laughing, and he's like, It's not like anything you can do about it. You're just public safety's lapdog. And then Denji smiles. You can tell he thought up something. And he's like, We're going to have a contest. Aki walks up. Denji's like, Perfect timing. You want to play? You want to do this contest with me? And, uh, he explains, he says, see, he shot at Jimeno, so I figure we take shots at him. That's why we'll make it a contest. We take turns giving him, (laughs) giving him nut shots (laughs) and whoever gets him to scream the loudest before the cops show up is the winner. (laughs) Samurai Sword is like, what? Are you psycho? (laughs) Denji's like, are you in or what? Aki... At first, I was like, oh, this would be a perfect time for them just to be like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> but he says, our job is to catch this guy, not torture him to make ourselves feel better. It's not like Jimeno would have wanted that. Then he pulls out a cigarette, the one that Jimeno left for him. He looks at it, puts it back in his pocket, stands up, rolls up his sleeves, turns to Denji and says, what do I get, <laughs> what do I get if I win? Denji's like, his family jewels, of course. And uh, Samurai Sword, he starts yelling. He's like, Oi, Mate, Mate. (laughs) Hold on, wait, wait. And then they cut away, and I'm like, Shit, they're not going to show this. Like, this is is definitely a scene they need to show. But they end up coming back to it. But they cut away for a second. They show that the mission was a complete success. Everyone's alive. We got a nice little scene of the angel devil looking up at the sunset. And, uh, what a freaking, what a conundrum there, huh? The angel yeah. devil? Yeah, yeah. Can't we talked about him a little bit last week, but... They have yeah. a little... And 
I did notice in the beginning scene that this uh Spider Devil is in the movie theater in the back. Yep. And Kishibi. Kishibi's in the very back. Yeah, yeah starting, unless, very back. unless that's the violence devil and without his mask on. And that's the only other thing I could think. During the yeah, episode eleven, I was like, are they now are they just introducing too many devils and fiends? But I, I think they probably stopped at the right amount. You know, whenever yeah, I think that they've got the a good ensemble. When they're in the basement, I was like, shit. Like, how, many, how many fiends do they have under their freaking thumb? Yeah, what did you think about that episode whenever uh, Kobanai, the knife girl, went off on Sawatari? Like, she's, got, she's clearly got skills. Well, her and contract is a secret. we much about her. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't said what her contract is yet. She's got to have something, but I don't know. The shark guy was pretty cool, too. He's swimming the yeah, walls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, is pretty, he is pretty good. He's definitely got the... He reminds us of Mirio. The, uh, yeah, he's, he's like the Mirio of uh, the Lemillion of the yeah, show. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Power! <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the mission was a complete success then we go back to the the nut kicking contest and we get to see aki and denji having a ball no pun intended kicking samurai sword in the nuts and not only are they kicking him in the nuts they've so when you imagine kicking someone in the nuts you imagine like them like facing you and you're kicking but they took this up a notch they turned this poor bastard around put him on all fours and are kicking him in the nuts from behind. Well, because more than likely, if you're getting hit in the nuts, you're going to fall forward. So <laughs> they're going to be bending over. So you're just going to keep wailing on them. Did you, did you guys hear the sound effect that they used every time they hit him in the nuts? It's like a dong. dong. It, was a, it was like a metal bat hitting a baseball. <laughs> it's like, bong. Like if you go to the batting cages and you're, you're hitting some balls, that was the sound that they used. Oh my gosh. And I think that this was one of the first times we saw Aki smiling. Um, he says, Jimeno, can you hear this up in heaven? We're playing a requiem for you. <laughs> oh, just a great just a great scene. Like that alone was good enough to to have a good season finale for me. But the fact that they had this guy bent over on all fours, kicking him in the the balls, and they actually went through with this contest, like this this sideburns man is definitely regretting some decisions that he's made up to this point. Now we go over to Makima. She's giving a debrief to, I'm guessing, the head honcho of public safety because there's only one guy in that room. And we've never seen him before, but he's got a deep-ass voice. And Makima says, these terrorist attacks were arranged by Akane Sawatari. A devil hunter formerly from the private sector. She had a contract with the gun devil and distributed guns to the Yakuza. In exchange, Sawatari was told to recover the gun devil's heart. The man says, and why exactly was Sawatari after the chainsaw devil's heart? Makima says, before we were able to question her, and then we go have the flashback of Kobanai witnessing the... I don't know what devil it was, but it, it just snake fucking devil. ate her head off. It was the it snake was her, devil. Yeah, it was her, her own. Her contract with the snake devil, or the gun devil, was to basically commit suicide if she got caught. So it was the snake devil. It looked smaller for some reason. Probably could make itself different sizes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It'd probably just do whatever it needs to fucking eat. 
Yeah. Yeah, it got it 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 lopped her head right off, so she's dead. I thought she was going to be in the show for a while, but she's gone. Um, and I mean, she was powerful as hell. Remember, she brought she was bringing people back from the the dead. Like the cursed devil took samurai sword, took him away, and yeah. she somehow brought his ass back. So I was like, pissed when that she was happened. Powerful. I was like, what the fuck is? I was like, what? Why are they bringing this character in? We just bringing people back to life now after people giving up <laughs> years of their life. I know, and I, I guess we're never gonna know what the hell that was. Like, how the hell did she bring that guy back? This girl was all powerful, and then Aki gets the future devil power, doesn't use it at all, and captures her ass. Now I'm not buying it. I don't know. They built her. They built her up so fucking much, and now she's just dead. I mean, at the very least, I don't like, think they like built up her strength so much. But at the very least, she proved to have a skill to where you would never put her in a position to die. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's just like, okay, no matter what happens, like, she's got to live because if she's alive, then we're alive. I don't know. Yep. It just seemed weird that she would just be walking around. I mean, she probably thought she couldn't lose, but still. You got someone with the power like that, you keep a squad around him at all times. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so she's dead. The man says suicide. Makima says triggered automatically by the terms of her contract with the gun devil. Maybe. We were able to c- recover 1.4 kilograms, which I looked up is about 3.08 pounds of gun devil flesh from that's the building. Lot. That's three pounds of flesh. That's a lot of fucking flesh. <laughs> and they already had five kilograms of, of, uh, flat of flesh. So they have 15 pounds plus the three pounds. So they've got almost 20 pounds of gun devil flesh now. And it's, it's she enough. says that it's starting yeah. to move. It's starting to move toward the main body. And when she says that, the ending song starts to play, and damn, it slaps. <laughs> so it, it it is Eve that sings it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That shit. That that song's good. I got to add it to that anime playlist. Um, definitely the best ending song of the season. Makes sense that they saved it for the final finale. The man says, "Then the time has come. Where is it headed?" Or where is it headed toward? And then they don't freaking tell us, of course. It just zooms in on Makima, and she smiles. But I want her to say, like, the United States of America. <laughs> We're going to America, Denji. <laughs> you guys, is there, a, <laughs> is there a hero in My Hero Academia called G- Gunhead? Gunhead. There is, yeah. isn't there? Uh, not, not that I know of. I want to say there has been. I think there is, and like he literally has a gun for his head. Like that's just what I pictured the gun devil. Just, I no, know he's... no, we, we, we saw in one of the past episodes. If you pause the screen, there was a gun-headed hero running amongst the crowds on the episode where they stormed the the hospital. Oh, okay. But we didn't know what his name was. We also, were guessing his name was probably Gunhead. Yeah, no, the thing I just looked it up because I was wanted to make sure, and because we have it at our fingertips. Gunhead's a hero. He's the one who trained Uravity, but he doesn't even have a fucking gunhead. That's that's a ripoff. <laughs> I don't know. I've just been picturing the gun devil, even though he's a devil, not a gun man. Just like a, like Denji and the Katana Man. Just like he's got guns for hands <laughs> and like a pistol for a head. <laughs> his 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 wee wee is a pistol too. Yeah, there's no there's no way to know what the gun devil looks like. 
he probably is going to be like a very put together, clean, polished. He'll definitely be humanoid. Like I think so too. That's the only way he could go into hiding, and just because they'll want him to be like, if anything, he'll be humanoid, and then like when he goes berserk, he'll turn into like a monster or something. Yeah, just makes for better fights though. If against Denji, you know, if they're both human size. Hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of another thing in the opening. The giant mob of like body parts that Denji comes out of near the end. We never saw that. Like, what? What the hell was that mash of of bodies? And you know what I mean? There's a lot in the opening that I don't know. Could have, Did that could have either been reason? from the elevator. Because he was cutting up that one thing in there for three days straight, or maybe just the zombies when he first got his power. Maybe. I mean, maybe just somewhat alluding to that, or not, or they yeah, just thought probably it was. Cool. Or they're just trying to, they're just trying to make us think stuff's coming that isn't. <laughs> but we don't get to know where it's headed, unfortunately. But we go over, and the ending song's playing, and this ending song is just the trio in their street clothes. Which, all of their street clothes were pretty cool. They're just going out, getting groceries together. You can tell that they're having friends. They eat dinner together. They're eating good. They're laughing. Aki's smiling. They're living all in, under one roof. Um, at one point, I think Denji's taking a bath. But ending song ends, and now it's nighttime, and they're still at Aki's apartment, but Aki decides to go out onto the balcony. He pulls out his smokes, grabs the cigarette that Jimena left for him. He's looking at it. He decides to start smoking it. And then you go inside and Denji's kind of purring. He's sleeping. And then we go into Denji's dream and he's walking in an alley. This is when he's a little kid. He walks up to a door that's covered in like post-it notes with nothing written on them. And a little peephole and a letter thing to drop letters in is on the door. And He's talking to himself and he says, I have this dream all the time. I always have it. And then I always forget it. And then you hear Pochta say, Denji. And Denji lights up. He says, Pochta, Pochta, come on out. I can at least pet you in a dream. So he's, he's aware that he's dreaming and he's aware that Pochta's dead in real life, which is why he wants to pet him. And he knows he's going to forget this. But Pochta says, Denji, you can't open that door. And the door gets further and further away. And then we go over to some, we start leaving the alley and some lady starts to talk. Who we see, we just see her hair, it's dark hair. She says, tell me, Denji-kun, between the country mouse and the city mouse, which would you rather be? And then a door shuts to a building and the episode ends and we see the MAPPA logo. I'd rather be the, the, uh, the country mouse than the city mouse. Yeah, I mean, only you think only you have less, less danger in the country, but then you got hawks and shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in the city, you, I don't know. I feel like those city mice, the city mice, you got to deal with city rats. Wait, if you, if you're a rat, if you're a rat, you're outside. If you're a mouse, you're inside. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna try to quote yeah, that. But, but if a rat goes inside, does it become a mouse? And if a mouse goes outside, does it then become a rat? He's like, I, yeah, I ain't never seen like, no mouse outside. That's, that's because a rat, it's a rat, fool. fool. <laughs> that's yeah. that's one of Kevin Hart's. That's before he was famous, really. Yeah, I mean, he was just in all those ones. 
And then the 40-year-old virgin scene, of course, too, where he's like, now oh, you're, using, yeah. you're using big words at me. I don't know what they mean. I'm going to take that as disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Since I don't understand them, I'm going to take it as a sign of disrespect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys think of this? Uh, this? I feel like this was intended to be looming, like, tell me, Denji, you can't open that door. Would you rather be... But, like, it means absolutely nothing to us right now. So, for I mean, me, it was kind of like, ah, it, it's an okay ending to the season. Yeah, it's not a, I don't think we're, obviously, that's just, you can't open this or you're going to fucking probably lose control of your powers. Most likely is what that is. If anime's taught us anything, that's a good bet that, hey, if you open this, you'll lose yourself completely, you know, to to me, maybe, the little pochi to devil. But... Really, the only looming, the only things I honestly care about, it's not really the gun devil. I mean, I care about that, but we know they're going to get him, so that's going to get resolved. The only thing that's a real mystery to me is Miss Makima. Like, what her deal is. Yeah. What, who she's contracted with. Is she good? Is she bad? Is she going to be the villain? That almost seems too obvious. I don't know. She, she's really the only one I'm curious about right now, like motive-wise. Mm-hmm. Well, we know Jimeno didn't trust her, didn't like her at all, but we know it's because Aki liked Jimeno, and all the men around her seem to like Makima. She gives me, like, a but yeah. Gojo vibes. Not, not, like, in the sense that she's, like, the most OP one, and she may be able to just take shit over herself. So it's a, Well, we talked about, Colton and I talked about this last week. There was the scene between Ki- when Kishibi and Makimo were at the table drinking sake. Yeah. And he basically told her, like, I'll let it all slide as long as you're on mankind's side, but only in that case. So I think that that's foreshadowing that these two yeah. are the strongest and they're going to clash. Yeah, and then he said, liar, or you liar. Whenever yeah, she, says she smiles. Yeah, and that's, I think that's just a thing. Anytime you have a character... Well, one, she's shady as fuck. But then anytime you have, like, a pretty OP character that can seemingly almost do whatever they want, like, she let, like, Division 4 get fucked to serve her own purposes. Mm-hmm. And maybe the good of humanity's purposes, we don't know. But anytime they can wipe people out like that, then it obviously puts them in a position where you can't fully trust them, I guess. Yeah. I know. I, I, I don't think I trust her at all. I know one thing's for sure. If if Denji kills the gun devil, she's getting those cheeks clapped by Denji. <laughs> think it's going down like that? I think that's, she's she, I think she's playing him. I don't like it. I mean, I mean, she's obviously working. I mean, him, there's gonna but. be there's gonna be hell to pay. Denji Denji's gonna be the freaking the one collecting on that day, like. You want to see yeah. a pissed off man? That's going to be Denji on the day he gets refused after he went through all this shit. <laughs> you, how could you do this to me? I started this company. <laughs> do you know how much I've sacrificed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm I'm with you. You can't trust Mockum. I don't think we're supposed to. No. I do think we can trust a hundred percent. We can trust their teacher Kishibi, who was also the mentor of. I think he's the mentor of every public safety special division person i don't know if he's the mentor but yeah i think he like at least gets a profile on each one of them kind of thing or has some say i trust mostly everybody except yeah uh makima because 
everybody's helped somewhat. I mean, Aki, he's you kind of saw there at the end him power, and Denji are all basically a trio now. I mean, yeah, I'm basically so. leaving the season feeling like she's the villain of of the show right now. Yeah, Even like because we haven't be seen the, the gun devil on screen yet, so it's just like I got I got to put a face to somebody. Brennan Did, didn't didn't Tendo and Kudose, the two people with the scars across their face from Kyoto, didn't they tell Denji not to trust anybody in Special Division because they're all crazy? I think they told that said, to uh, Aki. Yeah, yeah. They to just Aki. said to, they just said to watch yourself, everybody. So I think they're probably saying that maybe because of Makima. I mean, yeah, but they I just know. basically, the whole, anytime anybody's talked about her, it's basically been, like, to make us as the viewer, like, raise an eyebrow, essentially. Yeah. I know, I want to know what her devil contracts are. I want to know who else is contracted with the future devil, too. Like, I want to know if we're ever going to see Tendo and Kurose again. Are we ever going to see that dude who s- turned in his resignation letter <laughs> to Makima after the attack on Special Division? We'll definitely like, see the Kyoto couple again. No doubt in you my think? mind. I have a feeling we're never going to see them again for some reason. I think they're going to be... I think they're going to... I think they're pretty damn strong. I hope so. Yeah, I, think I don't be think back they would around. just introduce two random characters. Oh, we're going to help Aki. Make a new contract and get the fuck out yeah. of here. You don't just get two characters with the exact same scar yeah. placement and then never use them again. Yeah, we talked about that. They have identical scars. Do you do you think, Brennan, that there's any relation between Makima and the body that power possesses? I never know. I'll say no because I never even thought about that. So I can't, okay. I can't say yeah, and I didn't have like it was one of the, it was one of my first hunches because both they're the only two characters in the show other than Sawatari who had snake eyes, they that have like those yellowish eyes that are in yeah they both have yellowish eyes, um, but they're not normalized like they're like uh, powers are I think they're X's or something, and then. Makimas are bullseyes, but they're like yellow and red. But they're both yellow and red, and they both have pink hair. So, I've always wondered, like, is the is this like the body of Makima's little sister, and that's how she's got this thing to work with them? I don't know. I feel like there's 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 still so much we just don't know, and it all revolves around Makima, and nobody knows anything, including Aki. Like nobody knows shit. Yeah, it's just because we're surrounded. It's funny because it's weird how they map the show. Like, usually it's like the pro tag is like searching for answers or whatever. But in this show, it's like Makima's doing her own thing. And then R3, I would say, surrogates to the show Power Aki and uh, Denji. They don't, they have zero cares. Like, Denji just <laughs> wants to do good, keep his lifestyle, get with uh, Makima. Aki just wants to kill the gun devil. It working there's a means to an end, so he could care less what she's up to, even if he did find out. And then obviously power just doesn't care. Like I don't even know what her motives are besides like she just wants to kill shit. <laughs> so it's like an interesting way to set it up. Like nobody's nobody's searching for answers except us as the viewer. Yeah, I think Kishibi might be the the one. True, true. Yeah, he's the first one who like openly stated it. I guess. 
yep, he's on mankind's side and he wants and he he is so he did say like you said Makima gives you Gojo vibes but Kishibi is the one who said I'm the strongest hunter. So if you can beat me that makes you the strongest devil. Yeah. So there's got to be a way where he's yeah. the Gojo of the show for sure. Yeah. I'm kind of with Brennan that it's kind of po- pointing towards Makima could potentially become a villain and if that happens Kishibi's got to go against her. <laughs> Yeah, she's I mean, what got, if Makima is the... Because we've only seen a glimpse of Kishibi's skills to begin with, so we got to see him at least go all out. I just feel like the show's been so different. Like I, I just feel like it would be too obvious if Makima just was like, I'm bad. Like I feel like it's got to be something. <laughs> it's got to be something deeper, I hope. <laughs> More than just like, I, It ah, definitely I is. You. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that she's bad. I think that she's like, maybe trying to climb or she's got a contract and she's trying to watch her ass i don't know she's definitely got motives and it ain't just to kill the gun devil to avenge people i think that she wants control it's all these these damn backdoor deals with with these devils you never know what's really going on like what a what a world to live in where people are just everyday people are making contracts with devils to become a private or government devil hunter and make a lot of money. But at the same time, there are just devils everywhere wreaking havoc. So it's just like, these devils, they make no sense to me because yeah, I don't, they're it, off just murdering shit, but then they'd be like, well, make me a contract. and Maybe I, maybe I won't. We'll see. Or like, is it, is talk it, to me. What's your, what's your offer? I'm curious <laughs> as to how hard the devils are under watch. Because like, to me, I'm like the bat devil... The one who was hurt earlier on, it's like, what stops him from just going in, going to Tokyo every couple of days and just killing like six people and then flying off? So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm guessing they it's have the to have a private good... sector, and it's because so many devil hunters are out, and they almost just normal people just have contracts. Yeah, that's I think what is I'm what keeps that, them at bay. But it's like, how many, how many freaking devil hunters could beat him? Like, I don't know. I just thought he was pretty powerful, and I was like, why? Like, why is getting a meal such a big deal to him? I feel like he could just eat wherever, whenever. <laughs> so, Col- Brennan, here's a, a something that Colton and I talked about that's interesting um, on a past episode. So we, we were trying to think, is there a devil that could be more feared than... Because episode two, I think, Makima talks about that devils are as powerful as what they are is feared. And so that's why she thought that Denji was interesting because if there was a coffee devil, well, not a lot of people are afraid of coffee, so the devil would be weak. And here's Denji that has the chainsaw devil in his heart. People are afraid of chainsaws. So people are afraid of guns. That's what makes the gun devil so powerful. Can you think of something that would be more powerful than the gun devil based on what people are afraid of? Uh, I mean, it may not be more afraid of it unless it gets to a certain point, but like probably like bombs or nuclear weapons, think or war. Yeah, if there's like true. a war devil, I mean, the god devil. <laughs> but I just think guns is just such a thing that anybody can experience in their everyday life, and you hear about it on the news more. So I mean, it makes sense why that would be like realistically would be the best because. I mean, you fear nuclear war, obviously, like, if they're like, we're going to shoot missiles, but also, 
Ooh, the you've death never, devil. You've never seen it. People so. fear death. Yeah, I don't know if they can have that, though. That's just too easy. You make a contract with him, you just can kill whoever you want. And the only way he's making a contract <laughs> with you is if he gets to kill you. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's who Makima has her contract with, though. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but I don't know why he has to squash him like that. Like, he can't just he can't just make their hearts <laughs> their hearts stop beating. He's got to crush them. He's got to crush them like a soda can. I mean, it is like I mean, it's a good uh, guess though, since she has to sacrifice somebody for it too. So it's like, really, you're killing two people. So that would that'd probably work out for death pretty good. <laughs> two for one. Yeah. It's the the alchemy devil law of equivalent exchange. But it was a good season one. I mean, I'm I'm pumped about this anime. Col- well, I already told Colton Brennan that uh, he's not allowed to read the manga on this one. He's got to stay true to the anime for the well, sake if, of the podcast. If we get a, if we don't get a confirmation of season two, I might have to read it. <laughs> <laughs> they will. They're gonna do it. Somebody will pick it up if Mappa doesn't. But I, I just assume that since uh, it was such a big show, and I know I got views, that why they wouldn't already state it like season two has already been but uh, hopefully we'll find out probably because it's massive and they got that year. they got that workload well, yeah someone else <laughs> gonna pick up the slack then i mean they've got they've got a lot of stuff on their plate but they're used to it i mean they it's like the old bane quote like you think you think that hard work is your out they were, all these workers they were born in the darkness they were molded by it they've never seen the light of day until they were already a man <laughs> like they've been doing this shit for years it ain't nothing new to them but in all seriousness that they people people deserve vacations and to take uh take breaks don't work yourself to death cuz life is so much more there's so much more to enjoy out there but do you guys have anything else you want to add to this episode? I don't. No, that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, be sure to uh, keep tuning in on our weekly episodes. We've got, probably not this week, but next week we're going to release an episode about opening anime, anime openings and ending songs um, like we did last year. But... You know what's crazy, guys, is that we are one month away from our two years of podcasting. Isn't that insane? Almost two years. We're four weeks away. Pretty Five crazy. weeks. So. Goes quick. It, do, it, does go, it does go quick. Well, we've got a lot of good anime coming up in 2023. Everybody be sure to follow our Instagram. Join our Discord. And just... If you want to stay up to date on all things anime, that anime podcast is here for you. We are the Casual Anime Fanatics. I'm Jordo. Brennan. Colton. We are the Evans Bros. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. And as always, peace out. Peace out.